Thanks for checking out the Airborne Youth Podcast. This week you'll be hearing a teaching from our guest speaker. All right, I feel like tonight I'll have the word of the Lord. <laughs> it, you know, it, it says in, uh, I think, First Peter, it says, anybody who speaks, let him speak as an oracle. Do you guys know what that means? Gabe, I can hardly see you, dude. Swing it out. Like a prophet. That's good. Yeah. Um, it's basically, if anybody speaks, let him speak as if what they're saying is directly from God. And I'm not saying that everyone has to listen like this is some sort of a cult. I'm just saying God empowers us to do what he calls us to do. Um, so I, I saw this uh, picture parable for you guys, okay? And I was thinking about the... Thank you. I felt that. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about America. Okay? David, where are you at? Okay, so America was originally, a, it was the 13 colonies of England. Okay? And this, okay, I think we're at peace now, I think. So this, guys, this is the little parable of where I feel like we're at and what God is doing. And it's not... This is not just a prophecy. It's, it's a living teaching from heaven. Um, so they said, we're not doing that no more. And what did they make? America. Is Kevin in here? Okay, no. <laughs> they wrote the Declaration of Independence, right? And they said, enough of that, David. We're not giving you no more money. Okay? All right? So I feel like, guys, in, in our lives, that's sort of something that we've done. Like, man, enough. I don't want to be depressed anymore. I don't want to be aimless anymore. But what made America great was not that they said, we're not giving you no money. Have you guys ever been to a nation where there's no government? Okay. It is absolute chaos. It is such a mess. People are all over the place. There's no order. So, I'm sorry. Do you, you want to share that? Are you done? Okay. All right. I just thought if it, she was saying it that we all needed to hear it. Um, so, what makes America great is not that they said we're, n- we're not listening to you. What makes America great was the two things that came after that. Do you guys know what they are? Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, here, I'm going to tell you. You'll know when I say it. the Constitution, right? And Donald Trump. <laughs> what made America great was the Constitution, which is basically these laws that they're going to live by. And the second thing that made them great was the Bill of Rights, saying these are the rights of each person. Now, I want to shrink that down. Pretend that you, Craig, are president of your own nation. And you're the only person in your nation. Okay? So you're president of yourself. Say, I am president of myself. Okay. Have you ever seen a nation where there's no government? Do you know how chaotic that is and what it feels like and what it looks like? 
Okay, guys, this is a, a picture. You cannot live off of experiences with God. You can't do it. You're like a nation without a government, without lanes, without purpose, without order. Living off of experiences, you know what that makes you? A mood ring. You get it? Okay, we got, we got one here. But really, guys, all you are is what the atmosphere is around you. Everywhere you go, you get, you get pushed this way and you get pushed that way. There's nothing stable about that. You know what the Bible says? It says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That's not a mood ring. That's called climate control. That's saying that you, through the renewal of your mind, can change the very atmosphere around you. That you don't need to be a victim of what's happening somewhere, whether it's hot or cold. If it's freezing or it's scorching. I think... A mood ring is like a nation without a government. What made America great was what they believed in. Do you understand that? It wasn't just that they got lucky. It's that they they believed in something. And what will make America great again is what it believes in. It's not Donald Trump, sorry. It's what we believe in. What's going to make you great? The only thing that will make you great is what you believe in. Do you know what your constitution is? Or are you a living mood ring that gets pushed over this way and then, oh my gosh, the wind changed, now I'm over here. Do you know your constitution? And do you know your Bill of Rights? I'm telling you, this is so real and so practical. If you don't know it, I imagine that you live a very suffering lifestyle. And God goes up and down and he yo-yos all over the place and it's confusing and you don't think you can trust him. Do you have a constitution? You know, the... uh, The apostles, well, I'm not going to talk about that. So here's the thing, guys. Until you know what you believe, you can't have faith. You're just having a bunch of experiences, and your emotions are getting up, and you think you're somewhere you're not. And until you know what you believe and you have faith, you can't move forward. Anybody thinking? Nathaniel's thinking. Do you know what you believe? Imagine how scary it would be if you didn't know what you believed. And you were just hoping that that you were protected tomorrow. You see, faith is an entirely separate category than emotion. They're totally different things. They're they're not even neighbors. 
When you have faith, it lives in an entirely separate category, and your feelings are over there, and they can go all over the place. I think a lot of times what happens, Trenton, is that we think that our feelings are truth. And we think that our feelings are what God's telling us. Which is really being a big living mood ring. And I'm only telling you guys this because I want you to be happy. That's the number one reason. I want you to be happy. And that faith, it doesn't yield. You know why? Because it's what you believe. It's not what you feel. It's what you believe. Faith moves mountains. Faith releases your inheritance. Some people, they've been coming to church year after year, and all they do is have experiences, and it washes over them like they're some sort of beach twilight. But they never understood that those experiences were supposed to bring you to a place of choice where you could decide what you believed. I believe some of you guys, you had these mountaintop experiences like uh, at the retreat. You guys remember that? How awesome was that? Man, I felt like I ran a marathon after that. But I also could barely sleep because so much God was on me. You know, everything that you saw that weekend is 100% true. Not an ounce of it has changed. What does it mean... To walk by faith and not by sight. What does that mean? I think what happens is we get these moments of clarity. And we can see so clearly, God loves me. He's for me. I have a destiny. He's going to meet me every day. And then it's like the enemy comes and he blinds our line of sight. But being blinded from something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. If I turned every light out in this room, the pillar would still be there. Ryan would still be on stage, and you would still be here. You know what that is? That's called faith. It's what I believe reality is. I had a, uh, I have encounters. I have some really profound ones. I don't normally talk to them, talked about them to you guys, but I had this one where I had an audible voice, not inside, outside, in the middle of the night. And this happened in June-ish, somewhere around there. And the voice said, do you know what is happening in youth? And then I, I, then I said, what? And they said, I will tell you what is happening in youth. Ephesians 4 is happening in youth. That's exciting to me. That's not like just the written word of God. That means that there's a prophetic move over top of you guys. And I got up and I said, what's in Ephesians 4? Oh my gosh, I woke up in the morning. I'm ashamed to say, I, I, I didn't remember. <laughs> Maybe some of you guys know your Bible so well. 
Um, but it talks about the equipping of the saints. And it talks about coming out of the old life and into the new life. You know, you guys have to understand that there is a real open door for you, a real promise for liberation. So here's the thing. If you want anything from God, you can't do it apart from faith. And that means believing in him. Otherwise, you're just a beached whale letting the waves hit you over and over. It's a pretty sad picture, huh? I mean, I can relate to times in my life where all I did is have experiences. So, I'm going to tell you, well, first of all, this scripture. It says this in... Uh, First Peter chapter four. It says, do not be surprised by the fiery trial that comes upon you. you know, I, I don't think God's bringing the trial. I think the enemy is doing everything he can do to put the fire out. Like there's our assignments against you to put your fire out and to steal your faith. And it, it says this, it says, don't be surprised when it happens. Meaning if you're surprised, you don't have the right posture. So. Here's my little story. One time I uh, went to the beach with somebody. We'll just say with a tourist. You guys ever go to the beach? Okay. Wow. Thank you. Okay. So I went to the beach, and there was a tourist. And uh, I grew up at the beach. I spent every summer there, and we would do all sorts of fun stuff. And so I was really natural in the water. And um, this tourist gets in the water. And uh, they just kind of stand there. And this wave's coming. And <laughs> she's standing there. And it hits them. Boom! And they go down. You know what that is? That's a picture of somebody who got surprised and didn't understand what was coming. Don't be surprised by the fiery trial that's coming upon you. Don't be surprised. Don't be a tourist at the beach with big waves. Wow, I didn't even think. Don't be a beached whale. Spirit of prophecy. Don't be a beached whale. Don't get pushed around by the waves. Don't get pushed around by every wave of doctrine. Don't get pushed around. Do you know your constitution and do you know your bill of rights? Here's the truth. Faith. Faith. Is unstoppable. It is absolutely unstoppable. Nothing can stop faith. Nothing can stop you if you believe. Literally, nothing can stop you. All things are possible. God does not have a single limit. And I'm not just talking about creative miracles. I'm talking about your identities, guys. I'm talking about what you're resting on. I'm talking about what you're believing in. 
Do you have a government in your soul? You know, it, it says in uh, Psalm 13, David's complaining. He always complains. We call it prayerful. Okay? And he says, how long do I have to take counsel within my own soul? He could feel it. All I am as thinking inside my own emotions, inside my mood ring, over and over. Do you know your constitution? Do you know that the sea will part if you know your constitution? The mountains will move if you know your constitution. I just want to release this to you guys because if the only thing you do is come here and hope the Holy Spirit hits you, you're missing it. All of that is meant to produce something inside of you that is absolutely unstoppable. And I feel like the enemy has made some of you satisfied just with the fact that you claim independence. We're not being slaves. But that's not what makes you great. What makes you great is what you believe in and knowing who you are. being too mean okay good i love you guys <laughs> all right so mean is good it says in um first peter it says though you have been tested by various trials It says the result of this is going to be the genuineness of your faith, which is more precious than gold. Do you guys understand that the enemy is coming against you and he's trying to steal your confidence? If I started stealing your money, what would you do? If somebody reached in your pocket and started taking your money, what would you do? Yeah, I got out of like, What the heck are you doing? Come on, let's go. Give me a bat or something. Well, listen, guys, listen, your confidence is God is more precious than all the money in the whole world. It is priceless. It's more precious than gold. Do you feel that? Do you guard your constitution? Do you guard the truth and do you guard your faith? This is for your joy. This is for your freedom. It takes no faith to be a slave. You just pushed around whatever it tells you to do. Do you know you're a son and do you know you're a daughter? So whenever I go to the beach and there's waves, well, first for fun, I do this sometimes. This is a beach where uh, the waves break right on the sand. So we, uh, we would run full speed in big waves and just let it hit us. Like ragdolls and get smashed. It was fun. <laughs> so, but listen, you probably won't get anything from God unless you make a stand. You won't. So when a wave comes at me, I'm not surprised. <laughs> okay? 
Guys, I just see some of that. That's happened to some of you guys in the past three months. You just stood there like, boom, <laughs> what happened? God's not real. God doesn't love me. Yes, he does. Take a stand. Don't be surprised by the fiery trial. Okay, so when the wave comes at me, you know what I do? Like that. You know, there's a posture in your heart that says, ready, you Christians? Hell no. Come on. Come on. <laughs> you ready? Hell no. Mm-mm. Nope. I know who I serve. I know who my God is. Listen, unless you make a stand, you probably will never get anything from God. I'm not saying he won't love you. God, he's nuts about you. He died for you. He knows your name. He wrote a story of a destiny for you that would blow your mind. But you connect with God by faith. And faith is going to be tested by a trial. I'm not saying it's from God. It's the enemy who's coming to steal. And I feel like what God wants to release to you guys, that you would guard the faith you have. Do you feel that confidence? What if it really was the most precious thing you had? That you guarded it like, no, this is the most important. You are not touching my confidence in God. You're not touching my identity. Without this, I'm nothing. I'm just a mood ring. I'm just a beached whale. Do you understand the power that you have? And the power isn't so much you, guys. The power is what you're standing on. The power is what you're believing. And so here's, here's my question. Do you want to make a stand? Something has to move. Either you or the thing coming against you. Do you want to make progress in your walk? Do you want to grow? Do you want freedom? Do you want more? Do you want peace? Do you want to be a tourist? <laughs> if you're not consciously making a stand... The wave is going to come. And then you might have to wait for the next youth retreat. I'm not saying that God's not in between there. But these powerful encounters open up doors of possibility. Get an amen or something like that? Okay. Okay. So... Stand up. Come on, give, give me your stance. Come on. All right, guys. If a wave came tomorrow morning at 7.30... Would you be ready for it? Would you? Yes, a.m., not p.m., a.m. Okay. If a wave came, would it change who God is? 
would it change what he said? So listen, guys, faith isn't just something that we build. Faith is actually a gift that God gives. And so this is what I want you guys to do. Oh, you know what? Faith releases hunger. I just feel it right now. Some of you guys, you feel like, no, well, this is the the max God limit that I have. But I just feel that faith is coming for you right now so that you can say, I can connect with God every day. I can have an encounter. There is hope in my life that hope is real. Hope is the reality of heaven. So faith is a gift. And I want you guys right now, open, open your hands, open your hearts. Pretend this is real life. Pretend God is really here. Pretend that Ephesians 4 is what he's spoken over you guys. And that you're not going to be pushed around by every wave of doctrine, but you're going to be able to stand. And I'm just going to pray over you guys. Can I have the the whole worship team back up here too? Father, I just pray, God, for Airborne. I just... Say that we are, we are your children and we're nothing more and we're nothing less. And I just pray, God, that a wave of uh, not uh, trial, but a wave of encouragement would come, God, into this place. That it would crash on every heart. And I pray for wisdom and revelation to be released, God. That people would learn how to take a stand, God. That they would learn how to posture their hearts and be ready for every wave that would come against them, God. I pray that that doctrines and demons would not push anybody around, but I pray for a strengthening of the core, a rooting and grounding in love in this place. Listen, if God is going to blow the lid off of youth ministry in America, Trenton is going to have to make a stand. Craig is going to have to make a stand. Abby is going to have to make a stand. You're going to have to make a stand. Do you want it? Yes. So, Father, I just, one last thing, then, Ryan, we're going we're gonna to do a song in worship, and it's going to seal what God did tonight, okay? God, I pray that you would open eyes. God, I pray that the lights would turn on where people have been blocked in and clouded in. I just say what God said is true, and let light come, God, that displaces darkness. And I pray, God, that these sons and daughters would prophesy. They'd prophesy when the lights are out. Everything that you showed them when the lights were on, God. Thank you for faith coming to this house and being built up, God, deeply in your sons and daughters. Amen. This podcast was recorded live at a Wednesday night youth meeting. To find out more, check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching Airborne Youth.